rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. All right, good morning. Good wanted, morning. Uh, wanted to start the show off with a message, something kind of positive. Okay. Um, I think you can find the half-naked picture of me on our Rick and Carly Facebook page. It's the one where I'm, I'm in the bathing yeah, suit. Yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't describe it as... I am. I'm half-naked. I true, am. True, true. So I, I posted this on Facebook, printed it out so that I could read it off because I knew I'd butcher it if I just tried to go off my memory. Mm-hmm. My memory shot... I'm, once you get 50 years old, it's, Forget it. yeah. it's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here's what it says. I, like 99.999999% of everyone, have always been insecure about my body. We're all different. Some bigger, some smaller, some right there in the middle. But almost none of us are happy with what we have. So I wouldn't take my shirt off when Carly and I would go to the water park or float the river, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Um, I never really considered myself fat, although there was that test that one time, remember, that said that I was in the obese category? Yes, but that was a little bit shocking to me. Completely ridiculous. I consider myself flabbier than I want to be. You look great. Well, I know, and Carly's always loved me for who I am. Yeah. She doesn't care about what I look like, but I do. So for whatever reason, there's some importance there for me. So for the first time, just over a year ago, I got into the gym. I sometimes eat better. And when Carly and I went on this cruise to the Bahamas last week with my family, I told myself that I was going to take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. I was going to swim. I was going to hit the water slides, the jacuzzi, lay out during the day, all of it. And I knew that no matter how much weight I'd lost or how much I worked out, it would never be enough. Yeah. And I was tired of waiting. I wanted to have fun. And that's what we did. We had a good time. We did. And you look awesome. Thank you. I mean, I really think you do. So if you go to the Rick and Carly Facebook page, you can check out my picture. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is me. I'm proud of where I'm at. I still have got that spare tire to lose. Just a little more love. There's, <laughs> I like an inch to pinch. There's all sorts of improvements that I'd like to make. I don't know if they're going to happen or not. I'm 51 years old. Yeah. It ain't easy. No, it's not. But I've been going to the gym for more than a year now, and I'm proud of that. I'm Almost every so day. I'm so proud of you for that because in, a, I hate to say this, but in a lot of aspects of your life, and I think many of us are this way. You set the intention, but you just don't follow through. Well, I was promising I was going to go to the gym for a, like Years. a decade. Yeah. like and I, and I never would go in. So I, I went, even when you started going, I never thought it would stick. Yeah. So It's been more than a year now. It's pretty so cool. Check out the picture. Positive comments only. Yes. I can't handle the rejection, <laughs> the negativity. You look great. The trolling. There's no negativity. Save that for another time. <laughs> Bad to good. So when something seems like it's really bad, but then turns out, wow, that's really good. Oh, yeah. That's kind of nice when that happens, right? Mm -hmm. So this lady's in the news right now. She bought a scratch-off ticket after a canceled flight. So her flight had canceled. She buys this scratch-off lottery ticket. She wins a million dollars. You hear about those stories all the time. Yeah. You're like, why not me? Exactly. But that's one bad-to-good example. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's a few of our listeners that shared their bad goods online at Rick and Carly. 
I've just got three. Okay. So we've got Teresa Balls, and she says, My guidance counselor gave me a class I was not interested in, web design. Mm-hmm. Then I met my husband in that class. Oh. 20 years and three kids later, I'm thankful for that guidance counselor. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's pretty so good, huh? That's sweet. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. She can, uh, she can credit that guidance counselor mm-hmm. for her whole family. Yeah. Pam Alves says, I was having a panic attack in the hotel, so my husband and I took a walk. You've had panic attacks before. In hotels, in particular. In hotels. Yes. What Cardi will do is rip off all her clothes and run into the hallway. Pam probably addresses things a little differently. Listen, you can't judge a panic attack, okay? Remember when you ripped off all your clothes? Oh, yeah. And and your your teenage kids are like, like, do you have children here? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm claustrophobic in my clothes. Like, they have to go. It wasn't just children. They're like teenagers. I know. They can't see that stuff. Sorry, kids. Anyways, Pam says, I was having a panic attack in the hotel. So my husband and I took a walk. It was New Year's Eve, and we saw them setting up a stage in Miami. Hey, we were just in Miami. Mm -hmm. We had no clue what was going on, but figured we'd stay to find out. We ended up in the front row of Pitbull's Rockin' Eve. What? My kids saw us on television because my husband wore a bright green shirt. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. All because of her panic attack. Yeah, see? Those panic attacks can really lead to something special. (laughs) Is that what you're taking? Who knows what could happen to us next? I know. I'm glad you have those. Yeah. I'd take the million dollars over that one. Well, that's true. Uh, Last one. Bad to good. Brandon Landy. I totaled my truck and received a payout from insurance. My auto loan was audited eight years later. The bank sent me a refund check yesterday for my gap coverage oh. that was never paid out. What? I made all that money. That's kind of complicated to me. That I don't is understand. complicated. That, yeah. He got extra money. He for got it. extra money, bottom line, yes. Wow. Love so when, it. When something bad is happening to you, just remember. You're going to flip it around. Mm-hmm. You're going to turn that frown upside down. That's what we do. Something good is coming your way. <laughs> yeah. Angie's husband, Brian, is an artist. Uh, which you do support that, right, Angie? Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes he brings his art into the kitchen, tries to get a little creative, mm. and not in the best of ways. What does that mean exactly, Angie? Honestly, like, he puts the weirdest things together, like Cheetos and spaghetti or mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I wish I was. Oh, yes. So he's he's making food for the family in his own artistic ways, and it tastes like garbage? Yeah, exactly. Like, think like a baked pasta, and he puts Cheetos on top. And Mm -hmm. it's... Interesting. It's not great. Not great. Okay. Yeah, you can't knock yeah. it until you try it, but it doesn't uh, sound like it would be very good. No. And, okay. I, I can confirm it's not. Okay. Have you talked to him at all about this, or is this the first time he's going to hear that uh, you have not enjoyed his creative cooking? I mean, sometimes I'll be like, you know, maybe we could do this next time or that. Yeah. But mm. I just, I don't, he's so proud of himself, and it's, <laughs> It hurts my feelings. I don't right. want him. But you also can't but take all the take the, the nasty food. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna cut straight to it when we get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna call Angie's husband Brian and get him on next. Hello. 
Hi, is this Brian? Yes. Hi, Brian. It's Rick and Carly in the morning. Hello. How are you? Good morning, Brian. I, you know what? I had a funny feeling you guys were going to call me. Really? You did? Wow. Okay. Well, uh, just to be clear, you didn't win anything. <laughs> it's like his psychic powers are kicking yeah. in, right? I, 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 I didn't think I won anything, but oh. I, I had a feeling that like, really? it was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay, well. It's kind of an odd thing to throw is, out there. but, but you know, <laughs> hey. We'll, we'll take good, it. Good intuition. Okay, so um, your wife, Angie, actually contacted us, Brian, uh-huh. and she was yep. telling us that you are an artist, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. There's one aspect of your creativity that she'd like to talk to you about, though. Angie? Okay, I, I, okay. I can feel them from coming. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Hey, Ryan. So, I know you're a creative person, and you know I love it, but I think you're taking it too far in the kitchen. I knew it. <laughs> you didn't like spam casserole, did you? Spam casserole? I knew spam casserole. It's so good. It's so I, I, good? I it went too far. I could see the look on her face. I just took it way too okay. far. Okay. So you know, yeah, I know, that, I know, I know, I know that one wasn't good. No, that one wasn't good. Okay. Some of the stuff that you're making in the kitchen, she's not a big fan of. Your family doesn't like you. You know that. You can see that on their faces. I mean, I guess. Like sometimes I take it too far. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. That's what Angie's saying. She's she's just wanting you to. What do you want him to do, Angie? I mean. Maybe watch some videos and stuff, you know, learn some different ways to mix certain ingredients and flavors. Like, it's just, I like, I appreciate the thought and, you know, trying different things. But, Brian, you take it way too far all the time. Like, the Cheeto spaghetti was not great. The bologna salad was not good, you know, and I can go on and on. <laughs> well, you do, I mean, let me just in my defense. I mean, you know, that's what great chefs do. They experiment with stuff. I mean... They create new recipes. That's how they they do it. Right. Trying until you find something good. Yeah. Yeah, but like you have to, you know, perfect the basics first, and like true. Good point. Experimenting. You can make them, but if it looks or sounds suspicious, I'm not eating it. Well, all right, you're gonna miss out. But okay. You're going to miss out, Angie. You're going to miss out, Angie. Uh, he, he's with you. I think he, I'll live. You're not sharing that live. spam casserole she's, with she's you. She's willing to take the chance of missing oh. out on some good stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep uh, <laughs> keep perfecting things, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to, hey, yeah. you know, try, try again. Yes, yeah, keep absolutely. trying, bud. Keep trying. The Chiefs play the Ravens for the AFC Championship this weekend. The game's in Baltimore, so it's a it's a pretty sure thing that Taylor Swift is going to be there cheering on her man. And with that in mind, residents of the Brightview White Marsh Assisted Living Facility went to TikTok to let Taylor know that these are some things she should do while she's in their city. Okay. So they suggest that she goes to the Inner Harbor, the mm. local aquarium, Mm. And Jimmy's famous seafood. Do you think she'll go do all these things? No. (laughs) 
I'm shocked that she has enough time. Mm-hmm. She's got to have a busy schedule, right? You would think so. I mean, she's not touring right now, so. But still, she just she's got so much promotional stuff going. Yeah. But she finds time mm-hmm. to get to all these ball games. Well, that's part of her promotional efforts because true. then everyone's talking about her. That so. is true. It's kind of a win-win. Yeah. Kevin Spacey is slowly trying to reintegrate himself into society. He's, what was it he did that kind of uh, got him blacklisted? He, he apparently was inappropriate with women. He was. On the sets of different okay. movies. So his next step is an appearance at an event that is a, a horror convention called Mad Monster Party in North Carolina. So he was in the movie Seven, and they're saying yeah. that's why he kind of fits the bill there. He's going to spend the weekend of February 16th through the 18th signing autographs, posing for photos, and uh, they're saying he'll probably get a lot of stink eye from convention goers. <laughs> so, I mean, it's brave of him to go. you got to face the music, Kevin. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be joined by Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, John Schneider, and Tom Wapit from the Dukes of Hazard. So, Seven, the movie with Brad Pitt way yeah. back then. Oh, that mm-hmm. was a good movie. Yeah, but very creepy. Disturbing movie. Yes. John Stewart is returning to The Daily Show to host Monday nights through this year's presidential election. He'll start February 12th. As for the remainder of the week, it'll be hosted by a team of correspondents. Uh, John, you may remember, was the host for 16 years from 1999 until 2015 when Trevor Noah took over. I'll be honest, I didn't know he stopped. I didn't either. I, uh, <laughs> I don't watch The Daily Show. <laughs> I thought he was still doing that. I there. know. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Last night, I was talking to my daughter, Jocelyn. She's 15. And all of a sudden, she threw out the word gigachad. And I looked at her like, excuse me? What did you just say? She goes, don't tell me you don't know what a gigachad is. <laughs> I like how they look at us. You're so stupid. Yeah. You don't know a gigachad? It's just part of the English language, mom. No, I've never heard of a gigachad. So she starts showing me pictures of very chiseled men like with a strong jaw and then she shows me like a Shrek that's been transformed into a Giga Chad with like the strong sharp so these are chiseled features, features on their face is yes. that what a Giga Chad is yeah in as fact, far as guys go I looked it up online and it says an internet archetype representing an ultra masculine physically attractive male okay I asked Jocelyn, I said, as I was trying to understand this, I'm like, so is it kind of like, like, is a Chad like a Karen? And she says, no, no, mom. Why, why would you even say that? There's like no comparison there. <laughs> I said, well, where does the giga come from? <laughs> now you start sounding like an old person. Is that? You start th- is that I mean, I understand the questions because I, I have questions to, too. Yeah. I would, I couldn't yeah, yeah. piece it together. She's you, like, was she able to explain that? She's like, I don't know. It's just a giga chat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, now I know if I hear yeah. that out and about, like, this is a thing. Gen Z all talks about the giga chads. I think uh-huh. Gen Z is the strangest generation ever. I told her that and she says, oh, you just wait until we have Gen Alpha. That's the old thing to say, though. You don't want to say that type of stuff because that ages you even more. I feel like I'm That's around. what our parents and grandparents said about us. I know. You know who I think is a giga chad is the guy that was on This Is Us, the uh, Kevin yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. Like his face, that oh, chiseled gosh. feature. He was yes. a giga chad, He was right? definitely See? a giga chad. I think I'm using it correctly. Mm, I know what's going Justin on. Justin Hartley, yeah. My face, I got a, I'm a giga sad. No, <laughs> you're not a giga chad. I love you, but you're not a giga chad. A couple weeks ago, you may remember we talked about predictions that were made 100 years ago about the year 2024. 
It's bizarre to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean... A lot of them are are not far off. Exactly. Well, there's some new ones that are making the rounds online that I thought we would Mm. hit on. So it was predicted, and this would be a great one. I wish it existed. That beds would launch kids up and onto their feet in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. And then a flying bus would pick them up and get them to school in two minutes flat. Well, that's Jetson stuff for sure, isn't it? Man, that would be (laughs) awesome. Clothes on. They're like, oh. Teeth brushed. Yeah. (laughs) Hair done. (laughs) Zoom. You're at school. What the heck just happened? I don't think we'll ever get there. I just don't really see that happening. We should. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It was predicted that our legs would not work anymore, and this would be because of the invention of cars like our legs would just atrophy Mm. because we we don't need to walk anywhere you do think about how you know how many people uh count their steps nowadays we do that Mm -hmm. you try to get your ten thousand steps or whatever it is for you back in the day that's all they did was walk they didn't need to count steps so they're like they got 20 30,000 steps every day staying in shape was not as much of a problem yeah back in the days uh traveling to other planets would be easy and common they kind of compared it to crossing the Atlantic Ocean in 1924, which you can see why they would make that prediction. It's like, yeah, we probably will be able to achieve that. Do you think we will ever get to that no. place? No. I do. You do? Yeah. We can't survive. Not in our lifetime. But They'll figure can, it out. Uh, if they can so. figure out the stuff that you think about, just the magic of watching mm-hmm. a TV. I know. Watching real life in front of you it's mm-hmm. recorded with sound and the it it blows your mind that that can actually happen well and now we've got the hologram concerts that are super realistic yeah the technology is insane bringing people back from the dead we're gonna be able to live on mars okay we'll see no problem couple more predictions they thought we would have flying clothing so basically we would wear suits that made us fly everywhere <laughs> i like that one that would be awesome i mean <laughs> Again, we talked about the prediction of flying cars, and we're like, well, how do the traffic rules work? And it would be kind of the same with if you were flying, right? Like, would we just run into each other, or where's the Could you imagine, so they've got, like, name brand flying suits, (laughs) and then they've got the generic versions that are, like, half as fast. They're, like, hovering above the ground. It's like, oh, look how fast he's going. (laughs) He's got the Nike version. Right, right. Those are the Air Jordans. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. Air Jordans suits. Yes. One last prediction for 2024. A hundred years ago, they thought that concerts would be happening remotely, Uh, which it has kind of happened. That has happened, yeah. yeah. They just yeah. thought that people would have like a live concert right at home. And I mean, maybe we'll get to a point with the whole hologram thing that it will actually feel That's like a That's still not going to be as good. Because you don't have the people. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't But maybe they'll create that. the people too. I don't know. Oh, yeah. AI is pretty wacky. The guy spilling his beer on you. It's all. It's a hologram version <laughs> yeah. of, gosh, Dan, it's, it even happens here. <laughs> Man, that, I can't even get away from that. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Sean, Carly, Rick, we're all in. It's He Said, She Said. Sean, good morning. How morning, are good morning. you? Good, good morning. Yeah. Good. Nice warm in the office. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carly thinks it's cold in here. She always thinks That's it's cold. I got Carly. my electric blankie. Carly said, just like a few minutes ago before you came in, Sean, she says, I just wish I ran hot. I wish I was always hot. Yeah. I'm like, I, I do run hot. You run hot, I too, run right? Hot. But it then is. you overheat a lot. Especially in the like summertime. Like, yeah. I, I like when it's cold. I like when it's wintertime. In the yeah. wintertime, though, it probably feels pretty good to run hot. You're like, ooh, it's, I'm cozy. Yeah, it does. But mm. in the summertime, it's murder. Yeah. So what we got this morning, Sean? You Man, got a this, for us? this one is kind of, I don't, I don't know how to handle this situation because I don't know if it's just because I'm getting old. 
Uh-huh. What do you do when you're talking to someone? They tell you something. Uh-huh. You didn't really listen, so you ask them to repeat it. Like you didn't hear. You ask them to repeat oh, it. Yeah. And then when they tell you again, you didn't really hear it again. Like That's you, me. Uh, is it really? <laughs> that is so me. I'm horrible <laughs> when it comes to this with my children when I'm driving. I'm a horrible multitasker, which I feel guilty about because I'm a woman. And women are like known for multitasking. But if I'm driving, it's really difficult for me to pay attention to what someone is saying and yeah. drive. If it's your kids, though, that's not the worst thing in the world because you can. Well, no, I, I, I know think that's not. why sometimes I don't hear stuff is because I'm still tuning out my kids. Right? Yeah. You're, 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 oh, yeah. It's a subliminal thing. You don't even mean to be rude, but you're just like, yeah, I've been doing this my whole life. I don't want them looking back on their childhood though and thinking, yeah, my mom right, just always ignored right, me. Right. I well, not ignore. Like I don't just shut them out completely. But I'm no, just saying, like I think that's sometimes when I don't hear something, I'm still in dad mode. Yeah. To where I'm just like, okay, didn't need to hear that. Didn't need to hear that. What? What? What was that? What was Kids that again? Sound like. That <laughs> <laughs> was it. The teacher from Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. It's so bad when you respond and the response is not appropriate. Well, that's that's where I get to because I uh, first off I'm hard of hearing, uh-huh. and secondly I even with people's names they'll be like, hey, you know, I'm Matt, I'm Rick, okay, and then uh, a few seconds later I'll be like, ah, I'm sorry, I forgot your name. What was your name again? I'm Matt. Well, after that you can't ask them again what no, their you name can't. is. You're you can't stuck. go for a third time, and I'll forget because I'm focused on the conversation. Yeah. So then I just pretend to know Carly's seen it a million times uh, where I'll actually throw a name out and it's not even close to the name that they I, are. I tell him all which the time, I'm like, offended. Rick, do not ever throw out someone's name because 99% of the time you are wrong and it's embarrassing. Yeah. So just don't go there. But I'll pretend I know what they're talking about, whether it's a name or a conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be like, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. And just... Fake it till you make it type of thing, right? But you wait until like somebody walks in and calls him by name, and you're like, "Oh, hey, Matt, yeah, Matt, hey, yeah. Matt, Matt." Yeah, then I again, go Matt. overboard with it. Do you say it more than one time? Is that just so that you remember it, or so that you get it in I your? I never remember it. There is no hope for me. There's no, none. there is no, no hope for there you. Isn't. He said, she said. It's like beauty versus brains, but both belonging to Carly. Someone posted on Reddit this story that is just insane. So it happened on an American Airlines flight from Phoenix to Austin. The plane was still at the gate when the person noticed a disgruntled passenger they described as maybe hungover. Everyone had just boarded the plane and the guy was already arguing with another passenger. So suddenly this guy that was maybe hungover said, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this? (laughs) And loudly passed gas. Oh, no Mm -hmm. way. And then this same guy started complaining about the smell of someone else's food that they had brought on board. After he had just done that? Yes. Yes. And they're like, other people around him are like, hey, stop being rude. He called. You thought that was rude? Yeah. Take this. Well, then the guy started complaining about this, this other person with the food and called them low class. Other people on the plane fired back and said, well, you're back here in economy with the rest of us. Yeah. At that point, a flight attendant stepped in and said, that's enough. <laughs> the plane started taxiing. So everyone's like, OK, it's over. And then minutes later, the plane stopped. The pilot came on the speaker and said, we're heading back to the gate. And they kicked the guy who passed gas off the oh, plane. Good. Did they all applaud as oh, he got escorted off the plane? you better believe it. Uh-huh. So was he drunk? That He had to have been drunk. Huh? Yeah, we don't know for sure, but <laughs> most likely.
Those are, I know it's as bad as those moments sound. Those are the moments that y- you wish you were there to witness that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's so crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Okay, we're coming up on Valentine's Day. It's mm. not too far off, right? Nope. Uh, did you know only 4% of men still write love letters to their wife? 4%. That's pretty sad. Guys? Yeah. yeah. Got to step it up. I want to be part of that 4%. Or I want to help bring that percentage up. Okay. So I wrote a letter to my beautiful wife, Carly Cash. You did? I did. Are you ready? I hope so. My dearest Carly, as I sit here and pen down my thoughts, my heart overflows with love and passion for you. Could you use AI? I save your questions for later, please. I... I'm reminded of all the beautiful memories we have created together, mm-hmm. moments that have woven us together in a tapestry of love. Do you remember that magical day in New York City when we promised to love and cherish each other for eternity? <laughs> it feels like it was just yesterday. The city skyline illuminated by a thousand twinkling lights as we stood hand in hand, ready to embark on this incredible journey called marriage. That day, my love for you deepened beyond measure, mm-hmm. and it continues to grow with each passing day. This sounds nothing like you. And then, and then, there was the day we brought home our tiny bundle of joy, <laughs> our mischievous little puppy, Wally. Yes. Oh, how our lives changed in an instant. Mm-hmm. The True. way you nurtured him, showering him with love <laughs> and care, only reinforced my admiration for the incredible woman that you are. Our little furball became a symbol of our love, a constant reminder of the unconditional love we have for each other. Mm-hmm. One of my fondest memories, my love, is my the love. time we spent doing radio together and continue Aww. to do together. Yeah. How our voices intertwined, <sighs> creating melodies and bringing joy to countless listeners. Our passion for music <laughs> and our shared dream of touching people's hearts through our words mm. connected us in a profound way. The moments we spend on air, nothing short of magical. And I'm grateful for those precious memories that we will always cherish. As I look towards our future. Long letter. Yes. Well, there's a lot of love here. Mm -hmm. As I look towards our future, my darling, (laughs) I can't help but dream of spending every single second of my existence with you. Mm -hmm. You are the reason my heart beats, my inspiration to be the best version of myself. We have laughed together, cried together, and grown together, and I want this beautiful dance of love to continue for as long as we both shall live. Carly, my love for you knows no bounds. It is a fire that burns eternally, a force that drives me to be a better person each day. The love we share is rare and extraordinary, and I am grateful to the universe for bringing us together. So, my dearest... Let us embrace this incredible adventure called life. Hand in hand, let's create more beautiful memories together, experience the highs and the lows, and face whatever challenges come our way. And with each passing day, as we grow older and wiser, I hope and pray that we live to be 150 so I can spend every single second cherishing and loving you. There it is. You definitely used AI. Yes, I did. I'm not impressed. I would never say darling. No. Or there's there's a right few from things the in there. Get go, I'm like this I know the is first sentence you. you knew, huh? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a sweet letter, though, don't you think? Uh. Uh-uh. 
I mean, it had some of my stuff in there. I had to. AI doesn't just work. I've got to put some stuff in. Listen, if you're a guy, do not use AI to write a letter to your woman for Valentine's Day. If you're in a hurry, maybe you forgot about something, Mm -mm, you're mm -mm. in a hurry, just pop it in real quick. No. A 17-year-old kid from Utah is facing charges for taping dead fish to ATM machines. What? He's been going around to different ATMs and duct taping fish to the screens and then uploading the footage onto social media. He's currently got over 57,000 followers on Instagram and goes by the name Fish Bandit. His tagline is live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs. So, and he's been caught then? They figured out who he is? Well, cops in Provo say he's duct taped at least 13 fish to 13 ATMs since last August. He's also posted a video around the holidays of three fish duct taped to the side of a parked police cruiser. Is Now, is any of this illegal? Yes. I guess in some sense it's yes. illegal to tamper with an ATM machine. Yeah, or? so he has been caught and he's facing charges for property damage stemming from the cleanup that had to oh, be done. Oh, that's what it is. Mom and so dad cannot be happy. And how old is he? 17, 17. years old? I got a 17-year-old. <laughs> oh, man, Boston, please don't ever do anything hey, at like least that. He's, he's got a following online now, though, right? He's like, I can make some money, mom and dad. Fish man. <laughs> One of the worst moments that I can remember raising my kids was when my daughter Jocelyn, when she was about three, stood outside the bathroom and said, uh Uh (laughs) What did the uh uh-oh mean? It meant that water had been running out of the toilet for who knows how long, and our floors were completely destroyed. Oh, boy. So uh, with that in mind, I I came across some strange things that plumbers say they have seen people flushing down the toilet. (laughs) Because three-year-olds will shove anything down Oh, yes, they will. Yeah. So Legos, rubber ducks. Yep. Socks, which I'm like... Maybe that's where all of the missing socks are going. <laughs> Somebody's flushing them down the toilet. I don't know where else they're going. Why are we missing all those socks? I have no idea. They're nowhere. Mm-mm. Like uh, That's never been a problem for me up until lately. And I didn't have a whole lot of compassion for people that were, yeah. were having this issue. Because I'm like, I don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Now I do. I get it. Maybe they're in the toilet. <laughs> they're in the toilet. <laughs> uh, plumbers say they've seen teeth. They didn't Ew. really specify whether these are real or fake teeth. Wow. Turkey bones and Brussels sprouts. That's understandable. Yeah, kids. The Brussels sprouts. Kids are like, oh, I'll just kind of sneak this into my hand and then go <laughs> I ate them, Mom. Yeah. I yeah. ate them all. Uh-huh. This one totally makes sense to me. Bananas. Yes. <laughs> that's where they belong. In the toilet. Uh, pipe stuck inside another pipe. And the most impressive thing a plumber says he has seen is a two-man tent and... A sleeping bag. A two-man tent? Yes. They flushed a two-man tent down the toilet? And a sleeping bag. And a sleeping bag. Mm -hmm. How is that even possible? Doesn't seem possible, but I guess it did happen. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) All right. You got to watch it before you hit that handle. Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) 